A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps to Detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. He charged me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I object. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode in forever (laughs) of Allegedly Bravo. I'm Lauren. And I'm Cash. Hello. Oh, my gosh. I hardly recognize you. I know. It's weird seeing each other on this interface now. I know. Hi, guys. Remember us in case you don't remember us because it's been so long. um, This is Allegedly Bravo, and we are a fun, keyword fun, legal podcast where we talk about, um, you know, like the legal stuff in pop culture with a focus on Bravo, but really honestly, like whatever the fuck we want. Which leads us into our topic for today. (laughs) Which is my choice, my specialty. I'm so excited. I'm going to talk for 45 minutes straight about Taylor Swift and her many lawsuits. And I'm going to try not to kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) And but but before we get started, um, RIP Queen. RIP yeah, RIP to the queens. Um, I believe that King Charles was proclaimed today. Oh, I, I thought, thought you were going to say standing over her body. Just kidding. I, I thought it was called a coronation, though. Mm-mm. That's different. You know, it's all the pomp and circumstance. So it's like, step one, this is going to be your name. Step two, you like display all your seal and whatnot. The coronation is like a whole thing. Like, oh, okay. I thought the coronation was the mm-hmm. same thing as the prop, like the no designation. The, the coronation is like crazier than a wedding. Like they hold like, well, first, like Queen Elizabeth has to be buried and stuff because did you know that her husband, that old man who was already basically on ice when he died, uh-huh. has been in a refrigerator because he can't be buried until she was buried? No swear well makes kind of makes sense but what happens if he would have died 
40 years ago. He would just just sat in a fucking refrigerator for 40 fucking years. Like imagine the, are you sure? Are you sure it's not just this set of circumstances? No, I swear the Royal chamber thing. Like they can't bury him until they buried her. Interesting. I know. Well, yeah, RIP Queenie. So sad. RIP. Yeah, it's sad. And you know what? It is sad. Um, but we'll move on because part of it isn't sad because, like, yeah, she was old, you know? And it's like Vanessa yeah, Hutchinson yeah. said, like, people are gonna die. Yeah, but it is great to see the whole fan back together. Ooh, dude, did you see that picture where it's like Catherine all the way on like the side of the dirt road and then I almost called him Peter. What's the big one's name? Harry. Uh, ha- William. Oh, He's William. like three arms lengths away from her, his wife. And then Harry and Megan are like all snuggly and like holding hands and like being uh-huh. so cute. I'm like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is fun for me to watch. <laughs> well, Kate and William have been married for over 10 years and right. Harry and Megan have been married for a minute. And also, like, I think we all know that, like, they see other people. I don't think anyone knows that. Oh, I think everyone knows that. Wait, what? Yeah, like, there's all these, you know, I mean, haven't you watched The Crown? It's like, everybody's living with someone. Oh, you should. You know, the first season's kind of rough because it's like the olden days. And like, I don't know about you, but it's hard for me to remember what's going on when everyone's talking in an accent and it's always dark, you know, <laughs> like game of Thrones. See, I, I didn't get into game of Thrones either. Mm. Loved it. Okay. Well, anyway, back to allegedly Bravo, go check out our website, go follow us on Instagram, Instagram, Instagram at allegedly Bravo and go buy our merch. Okay. Yeah, we do have some great sweatshirts and we are rolling into fall. So there's nothing better than to have a cozy, cozy crew neck or in this case, a hoodie that Lauren's wearing. But I will say my sister just got one and she loves it. Oh, good. I she can't, like, I always it. wear mine. I wear mine to the point. I'm getting to the point where I have to buy a new one because I've worn it so often mm-hmm. that the it's starting. I feel like it's just not as vibrant. I mean, I'm, and that's after having it for over ever. a year and a half. Like all I do is wear it. So it's like I wash it at least twice a week. Yeah. I, yeah. I would agree. I mean, conservatively. Okay. I, before we like get into the Taylor Swift of it all, which like, I can't wait to get into, um, mm-hmm. we need to just have one quick moment to catch up a bit on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, especially because of the episode last night. Did you watch it? The episode last night? I mean, whatever, this week. Okay, yes, I did watch it. I I am all caught up. I have I have some thoughts and feelings. Beverly Hills is turning into Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Richards is really just teetering on the edge of having oh a, a real large fall from grace. She's being um, wild bitchers for sure. And I think, I mean, we definitely saw this foreshadowing of the producers and their edit of Kathy when we were at the Lisa Rinna party, mm-hmm. because they were kind of hinting at the fact that people are going to turn on Kathy. 
Yeah. And then we really saw it in Tahoe with Kathy Hilton being in a bunk bed, first of all, <gasps> downstairs. To the freaking washing machine. And also just really quickly on that note that Kathy Hilton is sleeping in a in a bunk bed. Did we not expect a nicer house from Kyle and Mauricio, given that they do own a real estate agency and they're very, very wealthy? I mean, I guess Aspen's expensive. I don't know, but like but they're just like they're living better. in a town. They're living in a townhouse. Yeah. It's like that house is connected it gives to another home. Yak vibes. Yeah, the house is connected to another home. And trust me, all of us would be so grateful to have a vacation home yeah, like that. But, but not all of us are married to Mauricio exactly. of the agency. Exactly. So to see them walk into that house and come into a basement downstairs, like through the back Dutch door with the curtain on it, I was like, I know. oh God. And then to find out that Kathy's sleeping in that same exact area. I know. But I will say, I felt like Kathy was being fun about it. She's like, oh, I slept comfortably. But I mean, I would have loved to have, you know, some closet space. Right. And then Kyle, like, still chewed her out. She's like, there's plenty of space. Take the things off the hangers. I was like, oh, my God. Like, you take this. I'm just going to say it. She's an older woman. Like, Kathy's no spring chicken. And you throw her down in a basement at the bottom bunk of a four bunk situation. And like, she did not complain once she was like, this is nice. Thank you. Yeah. Like, So who else was in the house with Kyle? Okay. It's I think Kyle started there, right? No, and she then, was at the rental. Oh, okay. Um, honestly, I have no fucking idea. Okay. <laughs> I have I no idea. I know Kyle was there and Mauricio because Mauricio turned into, um, What's her name from Dubai's husband who's always hanging around? Sergio. Sergio. I think so. I think that Mauricio was like, one, I'm paying for the flight. Two, the ski conditions are awesome. I'm going. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he didn't really, he's not involved in the drama as if, like, I feel like if PK was there, PK would have been much more involved. I just, but I'm in a complaining mood. Well, uh, speaking of Mauricio, something I am loving is the producers editing the Dorit PK or sorry, the Dorit Mauricio scenes because at Dorit's house, when we had the party where Melissa Etheridge showed up uh-huh. when <laughs> they caught Mauricio and PK talking about who would you rather, or who was the hottest wife. Uh-huh. They're alluding to the fact that something is going on with Dorit and Mauricio. I know. Okay. Did you see the part obviously where she's like, Mo, is this sausage? sausage? <laughs> I was like, okay, they tried to make it seem like it was like, you know, a moment. And like, I didn't think it was a moment, but I do love them playing into this. So do you think that this is a conversation that Kyle and Dorit and Mauricio that they've all had to address together? Do you think they laugh about it? Or do you think it's had to have been, do you think that Kyle's talked to Dorit privately? I don't think anyone has talked about it. And I think that it hasn't even been a thing until this season and probably Kyle and Mauricio have talked about it and decided they were going to completely not address it. Yeah. Kind of like the cheating rumors before. Yeah. Really quickly, like shifting gears to Diane. Uh (laughs) Why are we pretending that Diane being rich is like a personality trait? Like, why is that? Her name's Diana, but I love that you don't know it because that's so funny. 
I don't Diane, know. Diane. She has literally nothing else going on. It's like, you're supposed to be this whole businesswoman. Like, take us to fucking work. Yeah, and it's just even in the scene where they were doing the Ouija board and how she mm-hmm. made that inappropriate comment about Sutton, and then oh Erica's just like cackling in the background, like and a hyena. It's it's so weird. And why are we even giving her airtime with with her and her staff, like her staff dressing her in a hotel room where, and then the staff arrives early? It's the strangest thing. Like, and being rich is not a personality trait, and being rich does not give you the right to be a fucking bitch and also like if you just want to look into your future ma'am like this probably would never happen to her because she's like a billionaire or something but like erica jane's personality trait was that she was rich and look what happened to her we'll be back after a quick break finding ruby is the incredible true story of a 16 year old tricked by a seemingly innocent facebook message A message that would lead her from the protection of the mountains to the nightmare of an online trafficking den. Her first message to me was like, Hi, are you looking for a job? Ruby is hidden from the world, from everyone except her abusers. But she isn't alone. There is a team of people looking for her, and they will stop at nothing to find her. This isn't just the fight of her life, it's their fight too. Search for Finding Ruby today. I don't know if that will happen to her, but it is. I do find it interesting that they they're friends with one another. Mm-hmm. I want to get your opinion on the Erica Diane paying money to Erica, the victims of Tom Girardi, mm-hmm. paying a hundred thousand. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. So, like, what happened? Did she start a charity? And it's called like the Lion Air Fund or something. Like, I don't get it. Did she give that money to John Edelson or whatever? Like, it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Here's what I think. And this is a big allegedly, okay? I'm making, oh, I just dropped my whole camera. (laughs) I'm making this all up, okay? But here's what I think. I think that... She wants to give Erica money because Erica's poor. And so she is like, oh, I'm raising money for the victims of Tom Girardi. And because Erica considers herself a victim, she's just going to like fund Erica's life. I, okay. I agree with you on the latter part. I think that Diane's going to be, I think Diane's going to be Erica's new sugar daddy yeah deep pocket and they're gonna be friends with each other and i feel like diane's gonna be buying erica gifts and you know her on the plane well and helping erica maintain this lavish lifestyle yeah but man i don't know how erica's gonna come back from that conversation she had with crystal and garcelle because I think we got a glimpse too in the preview for next week where Kyle's screaming at Dorit because Dorit's like look we all have the bad days or you know right we we have off days but then Kyle's like no that she legitimately is refusing to acknowledge that there are victims out there yeah and she's even being like not just refusing to acknowledge it actively being like we don't even know if there's victims dude I when she said that I just 
That was <laughs> so funny. Because I just saw a clip that Best of Bravo just posted about uh, Jennifer Lawrence being interviewed. She must be in some <laughs> new movie. She's doing like press. Yeah. And she's sitting on the tiniest couch with these four people and they're like all <laughs> smushed on this couch. And there's like her and this guy are talking about how they like housewives. And, <laughs> and she, Jennifer Lawrence is like, Erica is evil one. Two, yeah. she needs a publicist like yeah what is going on the fact that lisa renna was even trying to escort her out the door because yeah. obviously renna's aware that there's cameras going filming it's not if gonna be renna great. thinks you've gone too far like but to to sit there though and you can you i think kyle said in her confessional where it's like you can say I was so, I was completely blind and oblivious to what was going on with Tom Girardi and his business. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that these gifts that I was receiving were being funded by these large settlement payouts from these huge class actions. Right. I was unaware of it. And I'm sympath. I sympathize and I recognize now that this is, and I feel terrible about it, but I'm not going to give up any of these possessions until it's settled. I'm not saying that you know, like she could have mm-hmm. gone about it a different way, not saying that I would have approached that way, but she could have been a little bit more political about it. And the fact that she's choosing not to, to be, to provide like a more political answer just goes to show, I mean, that is like a pure, pure, purely evil response of just victims allegedly. I know. Alleged. Like, what are you talking about? And the way she was with, screaming. There's a woman who has a bladder mesh sling in her vagina or in her bladder, in her mm-hmm. uterus or whatever. There's that kid who was blown up by the PG&E mm-hmm. pipe that exploded. There's the, all of the victims and families of the Lion Air crash. Right. Who lost their family members and who still have not financially recovered from it. I mean, People it's who are just the primary like, caregivers for family members. Like it's disgusting. It's so, and I hope that, I hope Andy Cohn, because they just robbed filming the, the reunion. I hope he ripped into Erica. I don't think he scene. did. How could you not? I How don't know. How could you not? I don't know, but I don't think he did. I do like her outfit though. I thought that it's cute. Here's the thing with Erica is I go back and forth because part of me is like, oh my God, this woman is a monster and I hate mm-hmm. her. And then the other part of me is like, well, she didn't steal the money. Like, why is everyone like yelling at her? But it's like, okay. And then at the end of the day, m- yeah, maybe she didn't steal the money. However, mm-hmm. receipt of stolen goods is still not allowed. Yeah. Receiving stolen property. You can yeah. still be prosecuted for that. And so it's like, even if I mean, that would just be like the easiest way to, to launder money. Like everyone would do that. Like, oh, instead of, you know, robbing a bank and keeping the cash, like I'm going to rob the bank by a Birkin and just have a hundred grand in a purse. Why would you want it though? That's what I don't understand. And I don't, I mean, I guess it's because we don't have that level of wealth and we don't have property that's that high of value. But even if I found out that my boyfriend bought a diamond ring for my engagement ring and then was eventually prosecuted for stealing money. And I found out that that money was used or was stolen from an elderly woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's believe I'd be like, I don't want that. Yeah. It's like dirty want- money. Yeah. It's like, keep it. And, and if she's so successful and is able to create this life for herself mm-hmm. and she's not poor, then why does it matter? It's just a, it's a piece of property. 
it's and weird it her, she's materialistic but it's like, why would you want to hold on to something? One, that was from your ex-husband who lied to you and was deceitful for 20 plus years. And two, that belongs to or was funded and fueled by money that it was stolen and embezzled. Well, and victims. also it's like their earrings. That's what I don't get. It's like, like, it's earring. not Go like, play. it's not like you found out that like your kid isn't yours and you have this entire <laughs> relationship with them. You know what I mean? Like you but had a, a gift and it's a rock. She you could have gone. Find it. She could have gone out and she could have returned those earrings or exchanged them, right? Or um, uh, cashed them out mm-hmm. and bought Swar- Swarovski crystal diamond earrings and mm-hmm. said that she bought new Cartier diamonds and literally nobody would know. No, but instead nobody she's sitting there being like, and I have a Python jacket. As she has her giant panther ring. I know it was crazy. <laughs> Well, that's um, the thing, like even at dinner really quickly when she was talking to Garcelle and just God bless Garcelle for just know, being seriously. all of us, just sitting down and being the voice of reason and looking and watching Erica talk mm-hmm. and just being disgusted by what she's saying. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I have a python jacket and I have an alligator crocodile purse. It's like, yeah, like, okay, Kim, there's people that people are dying. dying. It's just too much. It's just it's too, too much. much, but anyways, I'm excited to see how the, the rest of the Tahoe part, the Tahoe trip goes Aspen. And, uh, oh my God. Wow. What is wrong with me? Diane, Diana, Tahoe, Aspen, eh, tomato, because tomato. We talked offline about this, but I have, I've seen this theory that's been going around social media. That's people are saying that this whole story about Kathy Hilton, this mm-hmm. alleged bomb that happens where she has to ask Rick to come pick her up is just a cover-up to try to um, change the narrative surrounding Erica's conversation with Garcelle and Crystal, which I'm assuming is a conversation we already saw. Yeah. Have you heard that? Um, Besides when we I've heard that. Yeah. And I've also heard it was like Kathy using like the thing as a cover-up for saying a bad word to somebody. We'll be back after a quick break. Were you team Backstreet Boys or Sync? Brittany or Christina? Simple Life or Newlyweds? With When They Popped, you don't have to pick a side because we're going to mention it all. When They Popped retells the stories of the late 90s and early 2000s biggest celebrities, trends, and phenomena like boy band mania, celebrity-based reality TV, and the rise of famous for being famous socialites. We'll unpack their rise to fame and uncover some facts you may have not known along the way. So throw up your away message and throw it back with us with When They Popped. Available wherever you stream your podcasts. But I thought that's what the whole, I thought that was the whole blow up and the backlash is that she used the F right. word referring right, right, to right, right. Sutton's so assistant. It was like, even right. At the end of the day, we were being told that Kathy was like a slurrer in the worst way. And that like, she was setting all of this up, right? Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is Lisa Renna is, so yes, this thing happened, allegedly happened, right? With Kathy and Sutton's assistant uh-huh but there's a theory going around online that this story is being perpetuated and blown up and over exaggerated by Rinna and her team and Erica oh. to help change the narrative and and focus away from Erica's blow up with Garcelle and Crystal where she you know what we That's just witnessed on TV happen. See, right I think I don't know I think it could be true I could I 
but then Lisa Renner just recently posted the screenshots of the text message from between her and Kathy, where Kathy's asking Rena to keep it hush hush and keep it quiet. So clearly something happened, whether or not it mm-hmm. was of the magnitude that is being theorized. I don't know, but I could also see Lisa Renna blowing it up to, you know, shift the attention away from Erica and onto Kathy. Right. Because you see kind of how mean, just to bring it in full circle to what we initially started talking about is like, when you see also how they were treating Kathy with the tequila brand and Kathy trying to talk. Right. And everyone's cutting her off. Everyone's being mean. Everyone's cutting her off. No one's letting her talk. And they're all acting like her plugging this tequila is like the end of the world. When it's like, I literally had to watch Mauricio get into a ski lift with agency skis. Like, yeah. I think we're okay to watch her talk about 40 year old tequila or whatever, you know? Well, and I, there's nothing more pathetic than seeing the, the preview for next week's episode where Lisa Rinna refers to Kendall Jenner as her friend. As her friend. That was embarrassing. embarrassing. Why not just say, oh, it's my, it's one of my really good friends. It's her daughter's tequila. I would like to try it. Or just like, oh, that's Kendall Jenner's tequila. I want to try. That's what I said when I saw it. It's it's very. Also, just... what the fuck is up with tequila? It's not good. <laughs> it's just not good. I don't tequila, like it. I'm trying to compare it to what tequila is like the new makeup, right? Everyone's everyone's dipping their toe in it. Yeah. Beyond. Beyond. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's take a quick commercial break and then get back to it with some Taylor Swift. Okay, hello. We're back. Hello. Ugh. Do you remember when Melania was like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> Melania Trump or Melania Yes, Judice? when they were like interviewing her and I don't know, or the whole family and I don't know if her earpiece was off or what, but no. they were like, and Melania and she like smiles and they're like, and then this one and then this one and then I don't know where she just goes, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so funny um anyway hello welcome back to our episode we're talking about taylor swift and all of her many lawsuits which i know nothing about and that's perfectly fine because i'm gonna tell you about it so the first major lawsuit that we're gonna talk about and the one that is really like impacting swifties everywhere is the lawsuit that is at the center of her album 1989. Are you familiar with that album? It has Welcome yeah. to New York. Okay. No, I know her music. I'm just not as, I find her to be almost insufferable lately. Uh, after I watched her documentary, Miss Americana. Oh, I liked it. I just, I, there's something about her that I find to be really pretentious and annoying. And, and, uh, and most recently the whole uh, private jet issue was yeah, like, the private jet I issue. Save, I want to save the earth. I'm saving the earth. And then you have a private jet that's flown more than any other private Did jet. Did she in the say world. she was going to serve the save the earth? Yeah, she's like a yes. She's like she's a part of that whole narrative of like climate change, abortion rights, like the you know, it's just which is great. Like, don't get me wrong, but to yeah. be a huge 
spokesperson and right then, it's like I mean, it's like being pro-abortion and you're secretly funding a pro-life clinic you know right right <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing well and the thing about that is like I was thinking like because in the beginning of that whole thing I was like okay well like remember when Kendall or Kylie one of the Jenner girls like flight went 13 minutes like just like yeah. the shortest flight ever Okay. And then I was thinking, well, these people actually probably have to fly private just because they're like so famous, you know? Oh, sure. But then I take it all back because not just this weekend, I saw Kate Middleton, who's going to be the queen one day, leave a commercial flight. Oh, they fly commercial. Yeah. So it's like, I'm sorry. If like the heir to the throne (laughs) can fly commercial, like when they've just moved up a notch, like, I think these people can work it out. Yeah. I think Prince Harry, I think that I, that's, I've heard that before that they fly commercial. I didn't know yeah. King Middleton and Prince William did since they have kids, but yeah, I'm sure they hop on a flight every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, anyway, so this, this isn't about the airplane, even though Sorry. shame on you, shame on you for flying your plane. Like it's just free out there. Okay. Um, Okay, I'll get into my next like tangent like really quickly. But did I ever send you that video where this girl's like, I'm going to start caring about things that are in my tax bracket? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, it was, it made me laugh so hard. Anyway, so in that, in that album, she has a song called Shake It Off. We know it, right? Yes. Okay. She got sued by a little girl band that we all know and love from back in the day called 3LW. Do you remember 3LW? Yes. Okay. So 3LW says that Taylor Swift stole their lyric um, Uh and they're suing for copyright infringement. And because of that, Taylor Swift can't re-record her 1989 album because it's the center of this lawsuit that's copyright infringement. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the song to see well, if there's any good for you. Good for you for asking. Cause I've got it queued up. Oh, okay. So would you like to listen to Taylor's first or I want three you to... LW's first? Is it just the instrumental or is it the song? No, no. This is the part that's the of issue. I want to hear the three LW. Okay. And this it's is Taylor Swift. They gonna play. Haters, they gonna hate. Do you think it's similar? No, it's a it's, it's an expression. Okay, so Taylor claims that she wrote the lyrics to "Shake It Off" all by herself. Okay. And um, that she actually had never even heard of the group 3LW. Which is reasonable. Which is reasonable. So, of course, me being devil's advocate, I go, come on. Even I've heard of 3LW and, like, my parents wouldn't let me listen to Kiss FM, you know? Like, 3LW was really popular. I want to, wasn't it on the Disney Channel? That's what I'm saying. And it's like one of the girls in 3LW ended up being a cheetah girl. Cheetah girl. that's why it's like I had a hard time believing that she had never heard of 3LW. 
But then she went on to say that she wasn't even allowed to watch TRL until Mm -hmm. she was 13 years old. And she never owned any of their CDs, um, any 3LW CDs or any. Now that's what I call music six or seven, which made (laughs) me L-O-L. That's funny. I wonder what number they're on. It probably in the thousands. It it makes sense though. And to me, that lyric that haters are gonna hate, players are gonna play, that's mm-hmm. not a, that's not something that is that is a unique thought or a unique form of expression or some unique artistic lyric. Like that is a common phrase that's right. probably used in rap songs, country songs. Well, that's what she said. She said that she had heard the phrase in many songs, many films, and many other works, and she even had a Urban Outfitters shirt growing up that said it. Yeah. And she's like, I just, it was like saying what everyone else was saying. Like, so. Stupid, dud, loser, not going to go anywhere, but people are probably pissed because it's delaying our 1989 release. I'm annoyed by it. So she wrote a part of her declaration and I want to read it because it's her own words. And I think why not if it's right here. Um, So she said in writing the lyrics, which just to center everyone back out of all the fucking Taylor Swift lyrics, it's haters gonna hate, 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 hate. And the (laughs) players gonna play, 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 play. I mean, this woman has written like ballads and that's what we're talking about. It's just kind of ironic too. Yeah. She goes, literally the hate is a hating. She goes in writing the lyrics. I drew partly on my experiences in my life and in particular unrelenting public scrutiny of my personal life, clickbait reporting, public manipulation, and other forms of negative personal criticisms, which I learned I just needed to shake off and focus on my music. I mean, definitely. Like, I think yeah, that's what I got out of it, right? Yeah, and it makes was- it makes sense, too, with, like, the trajectory of her career and yes. how she kind of evolved as an artist. Exactly. And she goes, the lyrics to shake it off also drew from commonly used phrases and comments heard throughout my life. Prior to writing shake it off, I had heard the phrases play is gonna play and haters gonna hate. This is so embarrassing. I know like I feel like just such a loser saying it like this. This is why I don't like her. Little John, you know, like instead of little John, it's just like so weird. This is why, um, this is why this is stuff makes me not like her when she's so cringy. Cause I'll listen to her music. I think she was one of my top artists for the last year. Uh-huh. Cause I love, I, I thought folklore was great. I don't like her as a person mm-hmm. and I find her to be really, really cringy, but I have to have her back on this. This is such a stupid lawsuit. It's this like somebody so getting mad. It's like somebody suing you for saying it's not about the journey and it's about, or it's not about the destination. It's about the journey or whatever. Right. Or whatever the fucking saying is. Whatever that's well, it's like is, someone yeah. saying, if you're in a song and you're all take a chill pill, like, are you going to get fucking <laughs> sued? You know what I mean? <laughs> take a chill pill. <laughs> So then Taylor Swift's mom like wrote a declaration and she was like, um, this part of the article, which I can't remember what it was from, but it said Andrea Swift, Taylor's mother also filed a statement as part of the new motion today. And then it goes, the elder Swift 
wrote that she carefully monitored the television that she watched and the music that she heard. And I'm just like, don't you dare call that woman the elder Swift. Yeah. Why not Taylor's mom? Yeah. Right. Like, or like her name, superstar's mother said she didn't even let her watch TV. Like, it's just crazy. This is stupid. It is stupid. Okay. Let's take a quick commercial break and then come back to some other quick ones. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We got another lawsuit on our hands. I'm sorry. Wait, really quickly. I cannot stop singing that song. Hate is is going to hate. hate. Oh, 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 they're going to play. You should balance. They're going to ball. (laughs) Shock colors. They're going to call. Oh, my God. Maybe they're maybe they're onto something. So I mean, that just sucks because Taylor's got a lot of money and she's got some deep pockets. That's an expensive litigation to not win. (laughs) Right. Well, here's another crazy one to me. So you listen to Folklore. Did you listen to Evermore, the other album? Can you tell me a song from? Honestly, they all blend together. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say Folklore and Evermore, but yeah, sure. I think I have. Okay, so. Is Evermore the one with the the Heim girls? I think so. I think so, too. Yeah, where they're like. Yeah, so I've listened to those two albums because I'll listen when I'm. Yeah, es- <laughs> Esther. Esther. Friend yeah. of mine. <laughs> we meet up every Tuesday for dinner and a glass of wine. Esther's been losing sleep. See, this is why you can't do this to me. Um, so this Evermore album became the center of another copyright lawsuit. This time brought by a theme park in Utah called the evermore theme park oh my people are reaching here i know right okay so they sued taylor and then taylor was like fuck you and sued him back which like good for her if you got it you got it i would too so that company the evermore theme park said that the release of the evermore album and evermore merch infringed on the theme parks trademarks and Taylor Swift countersued and was like, you know what? Actually go fuck yourself because at your little evermore theme park, you had a bunch of people dressed up like me singing my songs and never paid for a license. Even though my people asked you to ask for a license and you never did. Good for her. So they both dropped their lawsuits. Oh, they did. I was going to say, you know what this reminds me of is the lawsuit that happened with Haley Beaver's roads, road beauty, some, some online shopping brand sued her and mm-hmm. said that they were the exact same thing of, you know, people are getting confused in the marketplace between road beauty and road clothes, whatever. Uh-huh. And it's, it's so insane. It's not even the same product. No. And it's like, okay. It's her what last are we, name. So too. just I, once a word is gone, it's gone. Yeah. It's wild. There has to be some connection, some likeness, something that will cause a community of reasonable people to be confused. I could see if Evermore was a theme park that was like ethereal, whimsical, all about 
like the same aesthetic that Taylor Swift is promoting on her album or if they stole if Taylor Swift stole imagery from Evermore theme park absolutely would but it to change, say the name alone give me would a it change your mind if I told you that the Evermore theme park had no rides and in, was actually like an immersive Ren fair experience oh does that change your mind at all wait ever, let me can, can you tell Evermore park is what is that what it's called yeah in utah (gasps) okay wait you guys (laughs) does that change your mind okay wait this is interesting okay wait you guys there's a thing it's called evermore gardens copper confection evermore express there's seasonal events there's a something called lore uh-huh folklore i mean come on wow i would have to see photos of it it's giving me more it's giving me more hocus pocus but i think that's just because it's fall themed right now i would have to see photos of it but it's definitely different than what i was expecting evermore i was thinking oh it's a I don't know, like a Six Flags, but no, this is like very, this is very whimsical, kind of Hobbit-like. Interesting. Uh, little cottages. There's little like Tudor homes. There's a home right here with like hay on the roof. Oh my very God. villagey. I mean, that's sort of Evermore folklore vibes. So on Evermore is Willow, Champagne Problems, Gold Rush, Tis the Damn Season, Tolerate It, No Body, No Crime, Happiness, okay, Sophia, yeah. et cetera, Ivy, like so kind of now this I might have to I might have to do a little bit more research this is actually but you said that they agreed to dismiss it they both agreed to dismiss it without paying any money but before before you decide anything I also want to tell you it's been closed and had even canceled its upcoming seasons it's a seasonal theme park Mm-hmm. And had laid off a bunch of its employees um, because of the pandemic, which all happened before Evermore was released. Oh, okay. Does that change your mind back? Yeah, I mean, it's factors that you have to take into consideration, I guess, in, term- in determining whether the success of a case and right. whether or not it's going to be, if it's going to have any type of monetary value. Yeah. But it, it's it's better than the last one. Right. I think I do too. I think it's the one that had any sort of chance and they both dropped it. Yeah. We'll have to post. We should find some good photos on Google and post it to the grams. Yeah, Yeah. I think so too. Um, Okay. Next up is her $1 sexual assault case. Have you heard about this one? This is the one where the dad grabbed her butt or the radio DJ grabbed the butt. Yes. Yeah. That's a, that, that one's very disturbing. So trigger warning, sexual assault, buttocks grabbing. So Taylor Swift was hosting, hosting a meet and greet, um, with my, my new Minnesota accent just showed up. I was going to say that's new. (laughs) Um, Taylor was hosting a meet and greet for one of her shows and it was in collaboration with like the kiss FM vibe of Mm -hmm. like whatever area she was, I think it was like Colorado or something. And this guy was named DJ David Mueller. 
And first he had filed a death of <laughs> DJ David. <laughs> I just picture him being like, hey guys, it's DJ David. Everyone line up. We're going to play red light, green light. You know, did you ever do that game at like roller rink? No. no. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, that sucks for you. It was really fun. Um. Okay. So. Taylor was doing a little meet and greet and was like, holy shit. During the photo, this guy fully reached under my skirt and squeezed my ass cheek, told her mom, told her manager, told security, whatever they told her this DJ's radio station. Like, Hey, like he can't just be going around like grabbing asses here. Right. So the station was like, agreed, sir, you're fired. Right. Yeah. So then DJ DJ David goes, you know what? Fuck you. I'm suing you for defamation for saying that I grabbed your butt. And Taylor Swift was like, fine, I'm counter suing you for battery and sexual assault. And I'm charging a dollar. Like that's my damages yeah. charge. And um, she fully won. Oh, it went to verdict. Uh-huh. She got her dollar. Good for her because I've seen that photo and you can tell that he's grabbing her butt. Mm-hmm. His hand is so low. It's so and, obvious. And I'm pretty sure he was standing with his wife, correct? Yeah, his girlfriend. Yeah, his girlfriend was to the right of Taylor Swift and he was to her left. Yeah. It was very odd. Good for her. See, things like that make her less insufferable. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. Uh, want to take another quick commercial break really fast? Sure thing. Okay. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Hello. I just will never stop saying that. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Okay. This one was one of my favorites. Random man named Russell Greer sued Taylor Swift for not accepting his unsolicited song <laughs> submission. I was, thought it was going somewhere else. Right. Unsolicited DP. No, this is, he sent a song to her and she did nothing about it. And so he sued her and was like, yeah, that's not going to work out for me. I'm going to sue you. People are mentally unhinged. So his reason People are insane no it's literally crazy he reasons that he suffers from a something that causes facial paralysis and because he has facial paralysis he can't sing his own music and he has to go to speech therapy and his quote in his filing was i seek to have taylor be my voice since i can't physically sing my music was this handwritten no i don't think it was you should you should bring that up to the guy at your office that wanted to handwrite uh, emotion because even this psychopath didn't. I know, right? It, it was easy and proper. Does he represent himself? I don't know. I don't remember. I typed that up like kind of a little bit ago because um, I did this research, like, you know, because all I do is think about Taylor Swift because I love her. I just, people are nuts. People are. Remember when we did the, remember when we pulled the random lawsuits against like Kardashians? Yes. On our Patreon. That was so funny. I feel like we, we should do, to that, do that again. again 
And we should do it with Taylor Swift or another, because I think we did some, it was like Kardashians. I think there were a couple Donald Trumps. I think there yes. was, was there an Obama one? There were like a handful of people. So the Kardashian one on the roller coaster was still just like my absolute favorite. Remember when he's like, no. and, and she leaned forward and whispered in my ear, gotcha. Or something like <laughs> so funny. But, but we also have to do like that again, other that court transcripts. Like I was just doing that appeal. Um, and all of the, tra- I had to read all of these transcripts, mm-hmm. like obviously to do this, so many funny things happen. Like so many funny things happen in, in court that like, I yeah. just think everyone should read and listen to. I agree. Let's do that. That would be such a fun episode. I'm down for that. That'd yeah. be hilarious. And what would even be even better too, is if we could find maybe a celebrity in audio, an audio too, would be fun. And, yeah. It, find a celebrity trial. Yeah. Or in case of a trial, read the transcripts and even like the voir dire po- process. The I love selection. voir dire. That's yeah. jury selections. And it's so fun. It's like group the therapy. People, people say the wildest things and it's another time where people have no filter None. and they'll tell you their entire life story. Like they'll tell you they have an STD. It's like, no one asked. No. And it's no like, Oh, I just didn't know if that meant I couldn't be fair. And you're like, no, <laughs> like, you no. can be fair. I think you're fine. Yeah, Or it's like one time when I was younger, I had sex with a guy whose great grandpa was a police officer. Right. It's like, <laughs> like but I what? think I can still be okay. I think I can still be fair. <laughs> yeah. And then you have people who are like, I've never known a cop. I've never been in trouble. I've never gone to jail. And they're like, I could never be fair. I'm very unfair. (laughs) It's yeah. You're guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. It's so funny. People are fucking nuts. Um, Okay. Last one. I'm going to wrap it up. It's not necessarily a lawsuit as much as it's like a conundrum. And Mm -hmm. that's the conundrum of her needing to or choosing to re-record all of her masters for her past albums so when taylor originally signed like to be a little big time celebrity she originally signed with a company called big machine records that was founded by a guy named scott borchetta Mm-hmm. Um, later on a guy named Scooter Braun. I mean, these people are ridiculous with their names. Scooter Braun bought the company from Scott Borchetta for $300 million. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she had recorded her first six studio albums with big machine records. Well, when Scooter bought the company from Scott, he became the owner of all of the masters, music videos, promotional art, anything that was copyrighted by big machine records, Mm -hmm. as you do, like when you buy the company, you also get the stuff the company owns. It's like Mm -hmm. part of the whole thing. The intellectual property. Yes. Um, so once she, once he became the owner of the masters, Taylor's like, wait, 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 I've been trying to buy these from Scott. Like I'll buy them from you. Like I'll pay whatever you want. She had been trying to get them for years. And Scott was like, the albums are not for sale. The albums are not for sale. And then sold them to Scooter Braun, like super sneaky. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I remember this. Yeah. So um, Scooter has these albums and Taylor's still like, I'll buy them. I'll buy them. I'll buy them. Well, then an investment firm that like has all Disney's investments called Shamrock Holdings 
purchased the masters from Scooter Braun for $405 million. And Taylor's like, that is so much money. Like I have told you, could you look up like what Taylor Swift's net worth is? Like, could she sure. even afford to buy this? Cause like, I do wonder. So, um, Shamrock Holdings purchased the masters for $405 million. Shamrock was like, let's work something out. Like maybe we can give you equity in the royalties of the music. And Taylor's like, no, I'm just going to re-record. Do you have the answer? Yeah. The answer, her net worth's allegedly 400 million with a salary of 150 million per year. So she potentially could buy it, but she'd be broke. Broke. Um, so I mean, good for her because she's like, I'll just re-record them. And oh, go ahead. Well, when she needed to re-record them, like she just, they could be all the same words and everything. They just couldn't sound exactly the same. Like they have to be a little distinguishable. Uh Um, So she just re-recorded everything. And now like she owns those masters and that's what people choose to stream over what the Shamrock people bought. So they technically are losers. I think what she's going to do is with the money that she makes off of the re-recordings is she's going to then go back and buy the original masters. I bet too. Uh, They'll be so much cheaper. Because they won't be worth anything. (laughs) Yeah, she's going to make so much money too. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. You go, girl. You go, girl. I mean, I have been to a Taylor Swift concert. Which one did you go to? The one at Staples Center. Well, like what songs? What what happened? It was her her era where she had 13 on her hands. And did she go flying around the stadium? No, 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 no. She came out. I remember she, I think she came out and. Was Justin Bieber there? Played her guitar. No, no, no. We weren't at the same one. Romeo, save me. Okay. Um, okay. Do you have any criminal behavior? Yeah. Mine's short and sweet. It, this fucking California heat. That's what mine Ooh, is. Yeah, it's been 100 it's and 115 degrees. My hairdresser's uh, temp. And just she posted on her Instagram, her car registered 121. So that's disgusting. Yeah. It's 88 here and I'm wearing a sweatshirt because it feels so cold. That's disgusting. Yeah. That's how cold it feels. Like, meanwhile, we have our private jet friends just doing whatever they want. Yeah. They're the reason why I have to live in 121 degree heat. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, Okay. My criminal behavior then is going to be, I'm going to piggyback off of yours and just the jets in particular. Posing in front of... Uh your private jet and that or a jet that you're going on and then posting that photo like on your Instagram especially when you're like Paris Hilton it's like fuck all the way off it's so cheesy too and are you basing this off of the most recent Real Housewives of Beverly Hills where like they all roll up and then they have to get a photo in front of it before they load it's It's like just get in get in (laughs) get the fuck in and go we get it. We get it. And it's also like, okay, at first it was cool. Like back in the 2000, like 13s, it's like, holy yeah. shit, you can have your own jet. Like, no way. Now they're a dime a dozen. You can almost go on a private jet for less than standard airfare these days. Yeah. You like, can fly on a private jet out of San Francisco to Las Vegas for like $200. Exactly. So it's like, it's, you're just not that special anymore. Not special. Not special that special so anyway I think, our, that. I think our next episode should 
seriously be a celebrity transcript from a trial. I think, I think that'd be so fun. That. Yeah, let's do okay. it. Cool. Okay, everyone, Alrighty. we'll head on over to our Instagram. Give us a follow. Hit up our website, allegedlybravo.com. We have a really fun Patreon. Um, I have a new podcast out with classic sky tops called, can we talk about it? And you can find that where you listen to podcasts. Um, other than that, we'll see you when we see ya. And I have a new one. No, I'm kidding. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.